That's right, y'all. Oh, you were you were you were sitting down on Netflix. You were like, man, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen these youngsters fight against the forces of evil. That's right. We're talking about Stranger Things, M-E-R-D, S-O-U-L, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, podcast, all that jazz. Hit that like right now. Share this right now. Subscribe right now because we're going to have a good time. But we ain't by ourselves. No, 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 no. All right. It's not just you, your mama and your cousin too watching this, but we are joined right over here. All right. This gentleman, oh, oh, he has thoughts about Stranger Things that I will bring up later. But right now, all you need to know is that this guy's a podcasting giant, all right? Uh, uh, a writer du jour, if you will. <laughs> Don't even know what that means. <laughs> Jay Shearer of the Story Geeks, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? I'll take I'll take uh, writer du jour. I don't know what it means either, but I'm I don't down. know. I just hey, it's it's it means something. It all means right, something. So, so uh, we're talking about Stranger Things four, Stranger Things season four, and straight up. Full spoilers, if you haven't seen the rest of part two of season four, all of it, all right? If you haven't seen it, then get out of here, or unless you just don't care, like, I'll just watch it whenever. But I just want to <laughs> hang out with you, man. And I'm like, all right, cool, it's fine with me. So I'm going to open up the floor to general things, all right? Yes. Because we know, at least from what I've read, there's one more season after this. That's right, season That's, five. Now, they did say that doesn't rule out other Stranger Things universe stuff. Yeah. But these kids' stories are done in season five. At least that's what we've been told. Uh, Jay, if you would, <laughs> break down how you felt after the final frame of season four ended. Oh, dude, after the final frame, look, I laughed. I cried. I felt <laughs> excited. I was like, I was so thrilled with the ending of season four uh, that I was just like, look, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. It used to be that Daredevil from Netflix was Ooh. my favorite show of all time. That okay. used to be my favorite show of all time. All right. um, and Stranger Things was like in the top five, but it was probably like at four or five. Okay. okay. But after this last, after this last season, as long as they don't screw it up in season five, it's my number one show it's of doubtful. all time. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh, well, I so mean, it's, it's my favorite. Man. Fans might be in the back, like just wait. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. How did just you wait, feel buddy. about it? <laughs> yeah, how did you feel about it? <laughs> like, just wait, buddy. Just wait. <laughs> but, but, um, all right. So for me. They're playing the music. We see, you know, the distance and everything, and the storms coming up. Uh, I'm just like, yo, this, the Duffer brothers don't have to do anything else ever. And I'll be like, yo, those are my guys right there. That's right. That's they, right. They made stranger things. That's right. <laughs> It was so good. So good. Especially around handling a a cast of like 12 people or something like that. There's there's a lot of people in this show. 
But yeah. they balance them. Everybody gets their moment to shine. Everybody gets their story. That actually yeah. matters. It's not like some random side quest that you're like, why are we here? Like, <laughs> right. Everyone has something to do and it's important to the story. And well shot, well acted, even though some people, they get on my nerves, but that's the, the <laughs> yeah. they're acting so well they get on my nerves. <laughs> right. But this show, this show comes through. And an awesome way. So I want to uh, awesome. give a shout out to Jenna James uh, for coming through. Anyone who else who's up in here in the chat early, shouts out to y'all. Go ahead and hit that like. Share this. Tell people, come on in. We talk about Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> Jenna says, the fact that Eddie said this is for Chrissy just before starting his guitar solo is really heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, Man. It, the funny thing is, since we saw some stuff, I know you have to have trailers. But in the trailer, I was like, why would anyone be up there? That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then, like, in whatever episode, I think in part one, when they, like, when they walk past the guitar, I'm like, I'm like, it's a distraction. I was like, <laughs> see? So that's the only thing. It's like, I already knew. I was like, it's going to be a diversion for something. Now, of course, I mean, hey, you got to make a trailer. You got to put something in there. But at first I was like, why is he on the top? Who would do that? <laughs> right. But, you know, this is for Chrissy, man. It's well, they have so many, like, they have so many out of this world moments where you're like, like, so for example, let's even go back a second to season mm -hmm. three. And they're in one of, they're like trying to fight off the mind flare. They're in like the most stressful period of, of all time. It's, it's at the climax of the season. And they're like, we got to stop and sing never ending story right now. Yeah. <laughs> and now granted that's ridiculous, Dusty but Bun. you just, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Dusty bun and Susie poo have to sing us and a song. Susie and, came through this season too. She did. She did. And it's, and you know, like it's, it's so entertaining that you mm. don't care that it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's a reason that it happens. It moves the character development forward. It's completely ludicrous, but you're like, I'm so here for it because it makes me feel something. Yeah. And the, the part with Susie, it's ridiculous for us, the viewer, but yeah. for Susie, she doesn't know the stakes. <laughs> she exactly. Has no idea. She's like, so if you want me to do this, sing the song that we always <laughs> sing and prove exactly. that you love me or whatever. And he's like, uh, uh, baby, this is like really, really not the time. Yeah. <laughs> really, really important, baby. <laughs> exactly. Like, really important. Just really got to do things. So uh, this season is, is awesome. And going off of the statement of Stranger Things is X-Men from Jason Reeves, uh, last year, uh, <laughs> Jenna James says Feige needs to hit up Duffer Brothers to do X-Men or F F4 Secret Invasion Wars or C Secret Invasion or Secret Wars. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't be against that because this no. is, I mean, I mean, Jason bro broke it down last year. But yes, this is you can look at this as X-Men in a very, you know, in a very like slanted way where. Yeah, I mean, this whole team comes together and they all, this is how you can do kind of like sci-fi, supernatural, horror kind of thing where everyone's competent, but things still happen that are bad. You know, yeah. no one's, I don't think there was a decision that was made in here that was like, oh, that's so stupid, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. this show just handles people where they're smart and they're able to, you know, handle themselves, 
But yes. then bad things still happen outside of their control, and they have to kind of like work into it. Yeah. Um, it. It's it's just simply awesome. So yeah. with that said, um, uh, Lady Lisa said, are you guys going to talk about how these are some of the most negligent at best parents? <laughs> All right. So yes, we're going to talk about the parents. <laughs> uh, but uh, since we do get a look at fatherhood, you know, yeah. we usually go through all the characters, or at least the main characters. I wanted to talk about Papa for a second, because Papa uh -huh. is kind of an ignition point for our two main, well, maybe not main characters, but almost main characters, maybe. And starting from, I want to start from his end, mm. where he's looking at Elle, and he's kind of like, you know, I always, it was, everything was for you, and blah, 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 and this, like, yeah. third. And, you know, when she's calling him a monster, he's actually crying. Do you feel that in his own weird, twisted way, he was really trying to show his love or affection for any of these children, not just Elle, any of them? Yeah. Because I'm like, but you kidnapped these kids. <laughs> I'm like... But then it's like it also seemed like a serious moment. So, maybe, well, here's the thing: maybe, or I've heard this statement. You know, like Dad was the best dad he knew how to be. So mm. I've heard that statement before. So yeah. maybe, I mean, what, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought it up because I think that the show handles it perfectly. Because if you were to look at it, and this is something that you brought up just a second ago, if you look at it from the character's point of view, everything makes sense. It makes sense for Susie to ask to ask Dustin to sing, right? It makes sense for Eddie to be like, if I'm going to do a distraction, what kind of distraction would I do? It makes sense for Brenner to say, well, if I don't figure this out, the Russians figure it out. If I don't figure this out, the upside down is going to invade our world. Like he's thinking about mm. something. He's playing chess with a, with a set of characters and he uses the kids as chess pieces. Now, is that acceptable? No. But can you get behind <laughs> the way that he sees it? You're like, wait a minute. What is he supposed to do? Like, what if he didn't do anything? <laughs> right? Like, so, and, and I think what he did was, I think that what he, his thing was, it's kind of like, it's kind of like Tiger Woods' dad, right? Like, okay. you're going to be the best. And it's, in order for you to be the best, you've got to go through some things. And I'm not going to pull those yeah. things back. I'm not going to pull that back. You're going to go through these things. Now, is that the best form of parenting? Maybe not, but that form of parenting can get certain results. Now, it can also traumatize kids, right? Yes. So that, that's the problem is that I think that, like, if you look at it through his perspective, he's just a guy who... Let's face it. It doesn't seem like he was a real father in any other way. He's a scientist who was running MK Ultra. MK Ultra being a real thing that the CIA actually did to people. So, I think that he's just a guy that says, "I have a means to an end, and I love these kids, but these kids are our only chance of survival." And so, it, it, I have to treat them okay. this way. It's it's not forgivable. So when she the way that they handle it in the show, where she's like, "I'm not going to tell you that I understand." Because yeah. I do not She's understand. Like, I'm not going to give you that moment. 
Exactly. Exactly. Like that's perfect. So the, and the fact that they even had him shed some tears is also perfect because that's just who he is. So he doesn't deserve to be understood. He doesn't deserve, <laughs> he deserves what he gets. Right. Yeah. Like, and but I like, I like how she held that back and just say goodbye. And that yes. was it. Here's the best. That, that it, they, ooh, that was a good way. <laughs> Cause we see him cry. We see him essentially sacrifice himself for her. Yep. But, and then say like, I did it all for you, but you're like, yeah, but you ran this weird underground. Like, <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. But you also see what he did when those other kids like kind of ganged up on her and beat her up. So, yeah. you know, it's tough. Yeah. But I like how they handled that tough moment. Yes. With him and allowed it to kind of just exist. Yep. Because that's some you know, top-notch character work. Um, yeah. Also, I got to I gotta give it to, I got to give it to the scene of the, what is it, the, the town hall meeting. Oh, yeah. Because when I was watching this, I was like, this is how people get whipped up into a frenzy. Oh, I was yeah. Like, this, this is how people get whipped up. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of fear out there. They have yep. no idea what's going on. There's strange yep. deaths. That, and this has been building up because people have been dying since season <laughs> yeah. one. So, and this is like four years after the first, I'm trying to remember because I can't remember all the dates. I think this is four yeah. years outside of the first season. Because yeah, I think season, right. season two and three were only six months apart. Because season yeah. two was like in the winter and season three was like right before summer break or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. In the last, say, five years, there's been yeah. tons of weirdness all <laughs> yeah, through it's this. It's not thing. good. <laughs> right. People disappearing, folks dying. So people are already kind of in a heightened state. And now here come these deaths again, these weird deaths and stuff's going on. And of course, the D&D stuff, which I, I, I'm glad they brought that in. That was interesting because I was like, I was like, yeah, I remember when like D&D was like devil worship and everything and all that. I, I remember <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, like, them bringing that in, people are scared. It's something that could be supernatural. Well, it actually is supernatural, but they don't know. They, they're just kind of guessing right now. Right. It could be supernatural. It's nothing that you can kind of, like, file away in a box. So right. now it's fear time. So yep. now you get someone charismatic to come up. And, yep. of course, we know the parallel they're making, but they make a much better parallel than any other media, media that has done it since that time. You know, yep. so we'll just say <laughs> that time. <laughs> like, guy comes in, he's very charismatic. Yep. And from his perspective, from Jason's perspective, I get it. She yeah. was last seen at this guy's house. Yeah. She ended up very weird, disfigured, dead, or whatever. The whole nation is telling us that what they're doing is Satan worship. All yep. right. And yep. she died in a way that definitely looks like some kind of satanic stuff. So yep. from his mindset, all of this stuff connects. Yes. All of this stuff connects. And yes. So it's you look at him like, yo, this is how mob justice gets whipped into a frenzy. But then looking at his perspective, Chrissy's gone. And then he saw, was that Patrick? Whatever the other guy's name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Died. His, his basketball buddy, yeah. 
Yeah. So when you see that, yeah, that's, that's a crazy. whole nother level. So yep. how how do you feel about the whole characterization around, of course, and the parents that are in there like, uh, where are kids at? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do you see that scene? Well, it's interesting because uh, the first thing is, is it, as it pertains to the parents, mm-hmm. um, I remember being a kid in the 80s and because I was born in 81, right? So mm-hmm. I'm like a little bit younger than these kids in this show. And okay. we used to go around the neighborhood way more often. Like, like the kids these days, like, you know, I live in a pretty nice neighborhood. There's like kids running around and stuff like that. But the neighborhood I used to live in, there was kids running around, but there were also like, there's a meth head down the street. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like, not, it's not good. Um, it was not a bad neighborhood, but at, at the same time, it was like, you never know. And like the ubiquitous nature of all these stories that we have out there about like kids are in danger. Yeah. It's a different time than it was back then. So yeah, I, I understand. I get you. Yeah. I but I will say, I will say this though. I will say that it doesn't, it doesn't, I will say that if you were to break this down in terms of like, there's a few points of logic despite the fact that this is my favorite show of all time there's a few points of logic where you can say that seems a little strange that like the parents would just let the kids get away it seems a little strange that there's murderers going on of the same age as the kids that my kids are and you're just gonna let them go like hang out and then be in the neighborhood yeah that's that's a problem but at the same time i think lisa's talking about (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, totally they would not have been out of my sight (laughs) <laughs> exactly exactly and i totally get that i think that that makes a lot of sense and and you don't have a story if if the kids aren't able to be a little bit more free so i get it um but like any story there has to be some kind of like thing that's unusual or else if we're just telling stories about how every day works it gets pretty boring right um so so that is, i'll acknowledge that's a thing but to be to your point the first time we ever see this kid jason he's doing the pep rally and he's yeah. he's raising everybody up and he's he's talking about how we're going to come back the reason I scored these points was because I'm doing it for the kids you know and like I'm doing it for yeah. the people who, who in the Star Court mall, mall from last year so yeah. he we already know he's a charismatic kid yeah. and so for him to go in front of everybody and them and I think actually again these are these are reactions that I feel like notice that they don't get they don't like get riled up where they're like everyone runs out of the gym but they do get riled up in that this guy has a point and maybe the cops are incompetent and we need to do something different. Right. I and so they do. The cops too. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so they do that. And I think that that's, I think that that's like, again, it's really well done because the, it's not like everyone is like, yeah, crazy. There's demons out there. Let's go get them. But everyone is kind of like, this kid's got a point. Nothing's yeah. being solved. Maybe we should patrol ourselves a little bit here too. And so, mm-hmm. so I think it works from both sides because it's not, Again, it's it, every single character works in a way that you go, that character, I can see what they're thinking. And I can kind of see why they would do that. Yeah. And to the idea of the the cops, you see that honestly, it's okay. It's not their fault. It's similar to um, <laughs> yeah. in Man of Steel. Uh, and I, let's, guys, I'm just making this for a point to connect how things can go bad. I don't want to argue about Man of Steel, all right? So people are like, oh, well, Superman did so much destruction. I'm like, well, at this moment, he's not Superman. 
He just learned how to fly like yesterday, and aliens <laughs> showed up talking about they want to kill everybody. Imagine you, this is your first day on the job, right? Like you just got hired. The copy yeah. machine go bad. The coffee machine is leaking. The, the, like the, the computer is on the fritz. The, the email server is down. Like everything goes wrong. And you're just like, uh, that's essentially what Superman was trying to do. Now connect right. that to these cops. Okay. It seems like for all intents and purposes, as much as we know, your boy Hopper's gone. He's dead. Yeah. He died right. somehow. Maybe he died at Starcourt Mall. He's dead. They they weren't like the top cops. All right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were, like, you know, they weren't like the top cops in the first place. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, they, they're just kind of like stepping up because it's kind of like a wartime promotion. So yeah. they're stepping up. Hey, Hopper's gone. So now I'm the chief and you're the, yep. the I don't know, the, the lieutenant. I don't know. I don't know the levels. General lieutenant something. Whatever, all right? Yep. That's what he is, all right? So, yep. and now all of a sudden, dead bodies are just dropping, and it's weird dead bodies. It's not like, yeah. hey, someone got stabbed. We can contextualize that. No, yeah. you walk in, and their arms are disfigured, and their faces are disfigured. <laughs> yeah. This is some weird stuff. And you yeah. got these kids called the Hellfire Club. It's not the best name when <laughs> people start dying. But right. <laughs> like if, they were, if they were called like the, the cookie baking club, like nobody would have did. Like, you know, right, but, right. But, 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 so they, you know, you got the Hellfire Club. You got this weird, deformed, kind of like ritualistic killing looking thing. You're not ready for that. Right. And honestly, how do you get ready for that? Unless you like fully believe in like the supernatural. Like, yes. you're not ready for that. And now like right. people, random people, there's no connection to these people. There's no nothing. So you're just yeah. like, all right, guys, look, we, but we need y'all to stay calm, which is true. We do need y'all to stay calm because if y'all go crazy, then we can't do what we are trying to do with yeah. trying to track something or figure something out. But Jason's right. Y'all... Y'all don't know, but the same thing is like, you don't know either. Like, yes. well, in his, in his perspective, he kind of knows more than what they do because he, one, he saw his girlfriend's yes. body and he saw it happen to, I yeah. think his name is Patrick, but yeah. his basketball teammate, he yeah. saw it happen to him. So yeah. that's life changing. And of course, now that amps him up. And he, we see him make a descent because the scene again in the in the uh, the gun store. Yes, kids going crazy. Yes, yes. Well, I mean, here's the thing like, too, because he was pointing the gun. Okay, guys, I don't know if you own guns or not. If you do, you don't. Look, this ain't the place for it. I I know where we're at in our culture right now. I'm just saying. If you own a gun, if you go to a gun store, you're not supposed to point a gun at someone. Even yeah. if it's unloaded, it's just, it's yes. not good. But notice, he leans like, over and points the gun at her. Exactly. And I was like, whoa. Like, I was watching <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. Yeah, no. You can't do that. Like, you can't do that in the store. You're always supposed to point it away. Even though, you know, you do the safety check, you open it, it's not nothing in there. But still, yeah. Yeah. it's just not good practice. That's right. And then the way he grabbed the barrel of the shotgun, I was just like, mm -mm. "This kid's crazy." Yeah, oh, he's boy. gone. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, too, because okay, think about it this way too. Okay, you're a cop in a small town. I mean, if you if you right. rewind to season one when Hopper was talking to the dispatcher, 
or the the uh, administrative assistant. Oh, um, yeah. He would he would always be like, nothing happens in this town. Is what like nothing ever happens in this yeah. town, right? So at least at least not for thirty years because of Victor Creel stuff. So we can go oh, we can yeah, go back to yeah, that the, stuff. Yeah. But like so it's, it's been, been thirty, 30 years. years. Yeah, thirty years is a pretty long time. So so I'm a cop in a small town where nothing goes down that's super crazy. We had a fire last year at the mall. But if I'm a, if I'm rationally thinking through this, I'm going okay. There's a Hellfire Club. There's rumors that they're satanic. This these bodies are showing up all like weird. And I've got a kid named Eddie Munson who's a part of this club who's been in school doing weird stuff that I don't understand. So if I'm not going to go straight to supernatural, I understand why Jason does because he sees it happen, right? But for yeah. the cops, it's like, I'm not going to go supernatural here. It's probably some weirdo. And it's probably this Eddie guy. So even though that they're, they're fairly incompetent, they are doing the thing that they think that they should do, which is get to Eddie. And they can't yeah. find Eddie. Find Eddie. So, but, but Eddie's doing a great job of hiding himself. I would say, yeah. Eddie, this season, Eddie, you've done a good job of staying on the That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's low key. He's good. He's good to go. But yeah, I, so again, it's like from their perspective, I can kind of see how they would act. Now, the and by the way, I think the best cop that Hawkins has ever had is the guy who's the head of the cops now. I don't remember the guy's name. Oh um, yeah, Turk from Marvel Netflix. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because because his sidekick guy has always been a little unhinged. Like that guy's got problems. <laughs> that guy's no good. But he's, uh, but he's but even Barney he's better than Hopper. Town. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But the new guy's better than Hopper because Hopper kind of didn't care. Yeah, Hopper was like, oh, I guess I'll go over there. Like it's, it's almost <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go right. over there. Just, he's like smoking. Putting, like, yeah. <laughs> he, he was he was a horrible cop. He was horrible. He was not good. <laughs> so um, so we have Jason. He's going crazy. But I did mm-hmm. want to break down because I want to start talking about the kids. Um, yeah. um, ZSB Lou says Jonathan didn't get much to do this season, but mm-hmm. his talk with Will hit me harder than 90% of television I've watched this year. Truly yes. beautiful moment. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll get, I think they saved him. They were like, okay, Jonathan's not really doing much. <laughs> yeah. But that talk with Will, because Will's been, I guess I'll talk about Jonathan and Will. This yeah. season, Will has been floundering to a certain degree. Yes. And yes. I mean, I, I think they're alluding to something, but I don't want to say what I think they're alluding to because mm. I'm not sure for sure, mm. but mm. I think so, but I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm sure you guys may have already put, you know, <laughs> put it in the chat. I think I know what they're alluding to with Will, but just like he's been floundering. He's been very weird this season. Yeah. And it just seems like he's been, Kind of just pulled along, yeah. With this, yeah. With this whole story, and he hasn't been as proactive as maybe he was in season three. Um, yeah. And maybe it's due to the move, things like that. But you definitely see he's just kind of existing right now. Yeah. Um, and that talk with Jonathan was it was it was great. It was yeah. No one, nobody. Yeah, I yeah. But I I don't want to say it because you know I, I don't want to put that on him unless. They say it, but that's what I'm thinking. You know, there's at least in my mind, 
but we'll <laughs> see. But um, Jay, how how are you feeling about Will and Jonathan this season? Okay, so um, I can't see the chat, but if the chat's talking about what I think they're talking about, I'm going to say this. I feel like that Will's scene with Mike in the van and then his scene with Jonathan in the mm-hmm. store, mm-hmm. if that's not Will in the 80s taking it yeah. back. In the 80s. This in is the 80s. Four? I think, I think so. Season, I think it was 84. I think this season yeah. is set in 84. I, I think so. If that's not a kid in the 80s who doesn't look around and see a lot of support yeah. for gay people, but knows that he's gay, it is one of the best scenes that I have ever personally witnessed of a kid coming out to his friend and his brother realizing what's going on, yeah. having unrequited love for his friend. And then realizing that, like, I'm all alone in this. And I'm, I'm, I'm suggesting that my friend, who I know loves L, should love L. But at the same time, what does that do for me? It, so here's, here's, here's why I love it so much. One, you, no one can argue with that scene. So we see a lot of this going on online, right? We see a lot of this. Yeah. Oh, this is too woke or this is too whatever. Or, this is too whatever. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. When you do that scene and you pull it off the way that they pulled it off, you're sitting there going, I'm heartbroken for this kid. I am. Yeah. I, I'm heartbroken for this kid. This kid is dealing with something that would be so hard to deal with. And you have to have empathy for him. And they don't they don't shove it in your face. I love the fact that they yeah. never bring it up. They never bring it. And why? Why do I love that? Because this is the lived experience. You can't argue with this. This is what people go through. Yeah. And especially at that time, like especially at that time, I know now it's very different because it's different. There's now. way more, there's way more uh, visibility, there's way more support yep. and stuff. Yep. But at '84, yeah, eh, not, yeah, not really. Those are all the feelings that a kid would feel. Those are all the feelings that his brother would feel, and all of that is worked out. I think beautifully it's done amazing so and they did it in a way without patting themselves on the back correct correct because hollywood loves to pat themselves on the back for doing something that has to do that doesn't have to do with like uh your mainline blonde white hero you know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. Like, they're like, hey, guys, did you see what we did? Did you see? It's right here. We stopped exactly. the show to do this. Exactly. Like, and also, you know what? We can use this as a moment to talk about regular relationships. All right. Yeah. Do you see that one person likes one person and that one person likes another person? He did not spend his time or she spent her time yeah. trying to sabotage the relationship. Yes. Because they actually cared about that person, so they let yep. them have their relationship in peace. Yep. They yep. didn't try to sabotage it. Now, yep. I'm sure I probably done talked about somebody that you might know. Hopefully not <laughs> you, but someone that you might have known throughout your life. Look, let them have their relationship. Yep. Don't sabotage it. And so that, that was... And also, this scene, the way Will is now perfectly explains exactly how he was in season three. Yes. And remember, he was like, guys, I want us to stay together. I want to, you know, he, yep. 
the whole thing of I don't want anything to change. Yep. I want things to stay just how they are. You guys are moving on, and I want things to stay exact. So it really kind of it's like oh, okay, because he's starting, he's starting to change, and he's seeing other people start to change. And he needs something. He needs something to stay the same, to yes. kind of be like that kind of guiding star of like okay, at least this is the same. You yes. Know what I mean? Because I'm dealing with you know I'm changing. My uh, my perspective is changing. My outlook on life is changing. My my look on myself is changing. Whatever, but I need something to the, stay the same. And yes. of course, you know, we got Max come in. You know, if Mike Mike can't keep the door open for nothing, you know. Yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I'm gonna just say this. Y'all are, ooh, y'all are lucky. Y'all got y'all had some very had some very forgiving parents. Cause <laughs> I'm be honest, y'all would have been sitting in yeah. the front room every time you came over. And exactly. that's it. You want to sit exactly. in the front room. That's it. Yeah, no D and D. You're playing Scrabble <laughs> yeah. until we figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you ain't going in the basement. You get you going where my eyes can see. In the front yeah, room, yeah, wide yeah. open. Everybody here. <laughs> but but like so so let's let's recap this really quick, right? You have a character that's openly out of the closet. Well, mostly open, not right? Open, she's but... she's not totally open, but like yeah. Robin, Robin. You got Robin yep. as a character. We love Robin. We empathize with Robin. They're not pushing that in our faces. They didn't push that in our face in season uh, three when yep. she came out to Steve. You've got uh, a character who's really lost in not knowing what his feelings are, but probably leaning towards being gay. That's that's Will. Mm -hmm. Not shoved in our face. Totally supportive. We feel and empathize with those characters. We have, again... Not not super weird in in our current time frame, but in the '80s, we have an interracial relationship between Lucas and Max. It is gorgeous. Yeah. It is so well done, and it, and it, there's never it's never about it's never about uh, pushing it in your face. It's never about, but yeah. the themes are there. We're trying remember, to get remember, credit for like, look at us, guys. We've got exactly. an interracial relationship. Look at us, and guys. I don't know if you We've picked up on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't know if you picked up on this either, but there's the one guy who leaves when Jason's all worked up in the town hall. There's the one guy who leaves that yeah. looks like if you transported him to 2020, he'd have a MAGA hat, right? And he's walking yeah. around the neighborhood with his dog, and he sees Lucas's sister doing the flashlight, and he yep. chases her down. And then the kids, he calls the kids. The kids come chase her down. Jason goes up into the into the attic. Jason and Lucas are getting into it. It sure feels a lot like some of the, but they never push it. They never push it on us. Yeah. Like this is race relations in the 1980s. They don't push yeah. it on us, but it sure feels yeah. like they, this is they, what was real. Yeah. They kind of, they kind of allow it to play out without calling yeah. it out. Correct. You know, it's they, they kind of like allow it to play out, but it's like, yeah, it's this, is this is race relations in a small town exactly. in, already in Indiana. Yep. Um, you know, small town, Indiana. Yeah, this is, there's a reason there's not a whole bunch of black families up there. There's like, <laughs> right, there's, right, a, right. there's a reason. <laughs> and then you had the, you had the other black kid that was part of the Hellfire Club. Um, yep. That was in the band that they beat up. They, yes. They, in the first part of season four. Yes. Which, you know, this, this is another thing, another situation where Lucas is in. Um, I guess we can talk about Lucas some too, where, yeah. You know how you're like with a group 
before they go mob mentality. And you're like, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are we going too far? And I've been right. that person before. And I've been, I've been <laughs> shunned and, and <laughs> flamed for, oh, yeah. for just asking, hey, guys, I think we're going a little too far. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then next thing I know, I'm this, I'm that, I'm you know. But you see it in Lucas's face where he's like, "Oh, yeah," God. like because they they beat those kids up for nothing. They were just like yeah. out playing, you know. I don't know, playing you know some song in a in the garage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he beat them up for nothing. Yeah, and like for Lucas to like sit there and watch, I was just like, uh. And then of course we we play that out again. He's like, look, I should have never came knocking. I should have never wanted to be like you. Yeah. But you do, we get to layer kind of like the average kid life at that time yeah. with this supernatural story. Because there is, you, you know, you have a group of friends. And yep. one of them it might be like, oh, man, well, you know, I want to be popular. You know yeah. what I mean? I want, I, want, I want people to like me. I want, you know, so, and Lucas yeah. went that route and then found out, you know, all that glitters ain't gold. Yeah, exactly. You know, because you ended up being kind of like a token for them. Yep. Um, yep. And it see, I would have, I would have liked for Lucas to have a little more, a little more fisticuffs. Like, yeah. Lucas, come on, man. Come yeah, yeah, on. Yeah. Wait, this is your time to shine. Now, I do like the fact that he took the shot, took the shot on, you know, like, hey, I got to do whatever I can. To yeah. protect Max, so I got to go for it now. So that was good. Yeah. He dove yeah. at him, knocked the gun out of his hand. That was great. But oh, that's awesome. You know, I just need you to, you know, guard up, guard up, get in close. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, you know, just, come on, Lucas, you can do it. <laughs> he did have the moment. He did have the moment of where he came back too. Like after he got kind of beat up a little bit, then he came back. But let me yeah. say this: I think that um, Caleb, who Caleb, the actor who plays Lucas, we didn't see him. He didn't have to do a whole lot this whole season. Until, nice. until that final scene, and holy cow, that final yes. scene is amazing. And Sadie yeah. Sink has proven throughout season four that she's amazing, right? But but you've been like, well, Caleb, I haven't really seen much from him and stuff like that. So yeah, is he's he kind of like followed around Jason. Yeah, he's kind of followed around Jason, then followed around the crew. Because in season one, really, oh, go ahead. He had to do he had to do a lot in season one, if you remember, because he was yeah. the skeptic. And so he had to yep. keep pushing back. Like, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going. So he played that role great. But then over the course of time, he he's not the same anymore. He's he's we this this season he's kind of like not in with the crew, so he's away from the crew. But man, Caleb, I think his last name is McLaughlin or Mc, Mc, yeah McLaughlin. yeah something Caleb like that. McLaughlin, right? I think I think so. I think that's what it is. But his scene where he's holding Max. Is so heartbreaking, and she plays it great, and he plays it great. It is so just just a little bit of a golf clap for Caleb yeah. McLaughlin yeah. with that scene was amazing. Yes, give that he, kid an Emmy right now because you know you see her, she's floating, and you we all know what that means. Yeah, so he's she's floating, and the cool thing is that they don't know about. L's team. L doesn't know about mom and and uh, mom yeah. and the crazy Russian guy. Whatever yeah. his name is, the guy that the skeptic dude Zuri, that always Zuri comes in, yeah, yeah, yeah. that comes in and helps from time to time. So mm -hmm. they don't know about them. And like 
they're so competent that they all figure out ways to combat this problem and just assume that everyone else will do the best that they can, which is something that's awesome. You don't, I mean, of course, some is bad parenting too, because like mama never called phone. But, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. there's no phone. I forgot. It's the 80s. She can't, there's no phone. I mean, she could have used the Russian phone. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's but, true. I mean, I don't. <laughs> but, well, but and, all, and you bring up a good like point because working in those great capacities. And you bring up a great point because I don't know, I can't remember a show that yeah. kept the three main groups apart. I kept thinking like, okay, they are the going to make season. it back. Yeah. I kept thinking like, they're going to make it back. Oh, they're going to make it back. No, they all do something that matters from a completely different geographic location. That's yep. wild. You don't see that very often. Yeah. And they, they do it in a way where everyone's story is cool and no one, you never yeah. feel like you're missing out on a story or they shortchange someone. Because Correct. even when someone like Lucas or like Jonathan seems shortchanged, then they're like, here's your scene. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's their exactly. Right here. Exactly. Exactly. For your consideration exactly. the whole season. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh, it's so like, good. Jonathan's just kind of like drove around and kind of like done nothing. Then it's like, boom, powerful talk. Where it's like, yes. hey, man, look, I know we haven't really talked. You know, you're doing your thing. I'm doing mine. And then it's like, boom, this great moment between two brothers that are like in this crazy supernatural world, but then also dealing with just a personal everyday issue, you know, where it's like, no, I need you to know that I'm here for you. I know there's crazy stuff. I know I have bad hair every season. But still, <laughs> yeah, <true. laughs> and also Will, man, whoever cut Will's hair, they just, <laughs> like, they, like, they could have gave him a cool, like, I'm sure there's like a super cuts back then that could have did something for him. It's yeah, like, no kidding. It's like a weird bowl kind of, yeah. they, weren't, they weren't helping him, you know, they yeah. weren't giving him the exactly. assistance he needed. Yeah. <laughs> It was but, fine when he was 10, but when he's yeah. clearly 17, like you let the kid do something different. It's like you gotta give him, you gotta upgrade him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but, but that was a that was awesome. Oh, Lady Lisa said fantastic Sam's. Wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's you know, we gotta take it back because like you were born in 81, I was born in 82. So yep. that means like we we were at least young enough to see a lot of these references. Like, even when uh, L took those socks off to get in the, those socks with, like, the little cats and stuff for them. I was like, oh, snap, I remember those socks. I don't know how they find this stuff. But anyway. Oh, yeah. um, That that moment between them two was powerful. And then Lucas just breaking down was like, wow. So they... That's them knowing, like, okay, cool. We have them in a situation where they're kind of just following along because we have, yeah, like twelve characters. Like, okay, so there's Mike, Will, Dustin, um, uh, 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 Lucas. So that's yeah. the main four. That's I mean, in yeah. L, that's the main five. So we yeah, got five yeah. people. Then we got Erica in. Yep. We got Robin in. We got Steve yep. the Hair Harrington in. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then we got Eddie in. Then yep. we got Mom, Max. Hopper, Max, um, and and the dude, the the Russian guy that's Murray, Murray, the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's thirteen already. 
Yeah. On top of like the doctor, like Papa and the doctor guy. Yeah. Yep. And you know, like these Owens. You know, yeah, Jason, the Jason's surfer, crew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Argyle, yeah, Susie. They're like they're <laughs> Susie. They're, they're like juggling and managing huge story and many yes. different people's motivations and wants and needs. Yeah, and doing it in a way that's like about as balanced as you're going to get. Totally. And you know, Eddie too. Netflix, we did. I don't think we said Eddie. Eddie. Yeah, He's Eddie. Sorry, Eddie. no, I said Eddie. I said Eddie. Oh, you said yeah, 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 yeah. But Eddie and even. Even like the earlier high school stuff where Chrissy was there, like kind of like going through what she was going through. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, we kind of get, okay, well, there's going to be some kid, you know, kids that just kind of like don't get it. And it's like, oh no, they got their moment. Wow. Okay. They had a strong, powerful moment. And then even through those powerful moments, you're able to have stuff like, Here's your pie. And it's like, what? There's pineapple on this. And you're, you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, great, cool. We get to have that argument. Exactly. I'm not, I don't support pineapple on pizza, but <laughs> I'm not going to turn it down. I've had yeah. it before. It's not bad. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not bad. <laughs> but I don't, I'm, you're not going to see me like throwing it on a pie for you, you know? Right. The glorious pies, if you will. <laughs> so the, those moments were powerful. And then we get to reinforce this kind of love triangle to a certain degree. Once yeah. again, with Steve the Hair Harrington, <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, who's just like, just being a slacker, basically. It, yeah. You know what? Jonathan is that kid that had never, ever messed with anything and like got that first that first piece of weed and like now all of a sudden yeah. like he does nothing. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, well, you know, I could have called and I didn't call. Like, you weren't calling because you was high. All right? Stop That's it. That's right. Yeah, chilling with Argyle all the time. That's right. And you know, you know, Argyle is like stealing pieces. And here's what I mean by stealing. Oh, pieces. guaranteed. Here's what I mean. You know, he was probably bringing pieces and chilling out with Jonathan that no one paid for. Right. That's that right. means they were stolen. I know you're gonna be like, but he worked there, dog. Them joints were stolen. Right? <laughs> stolen pieces. But I mean, that's right. I mean, hey, I used to deliver pizza and. Stole a couple people's pieces myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> yo, if I get off my shift, I'm gonna take a pie home. It's just yo, it's part of my it's part of my fee. Yeah, that's right? right. I've been driving all around, all right, delivering pieces to the good people of Richmond, Virginia. All right. Now I gotta now I gotta <laughs> hey, look, I got look, part of my fee is just taking one large home. That's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me, me exactly. and the family can have some pieces. That's not hard. What are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't hurt anybody. Our girl's our the kind of guy too who like literally doesn't know anything, but probably no. could make a Michelin star rated pizza. <laughs> you know, like yeah. he's one of those guys. That you're like, oh man, he knows nothing, but he knows how to make pizza. And he and he gives us our realization, which I was like, okay, this is the perfect character to have the like random realization. And of course, he noticed the tire tracks. Yes, so I'll give him that. He did notice the tire tracks, and he was like. These aren't regular tires. He was like, and then Mike is like, yeah, they're probably, they're probably military. So that's right. Since I brought up Mike, <laughs> I got this from Facebook, and I gotta be honest. Mike has been trash since the first season. All right. He has. Mm. Mike mm. has been, oh. <laughs> Mike has okay. 
Mike has been a bad friend in season one when yeah. it comes to L and stuff and balance her. Mike has been a, a worser friend in season two. <laughs> he was a bad boyfriend in season three, not yeah. only to L, but also he was kind of a little, a little snot to to Hopper. And I'm just saying that because it's an all That's right. show. That's right. I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you. Well, Hopper. When Hopper had that conversation in the car, had that been me, that, that conversation probably would have happened like a month or two earlier. I would have been like, all right, look, I'm tired of this, all right? We're going to be disrespecting my home, all right? So, this, look, hey. But at the same time, they would have never been back there. They would have been in the front room. That's it. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm going to go over Mike's house. No, you're not, because they be in the basement all the time. So what you're going to do is go, I'll go come over here. That's right. Or if you're going over Mike's house, so am I. <laughs> ain't gonna be, ain't gonna be none of that, right? Yeah, we know, know Mike's parents peace. don't pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when you got supernatural things going on, I mean, yeah, nobody yeah. cares, you know. Yeah, but, hey, Mike just uh, he can't tell the girl that he loves that he that he loves her. Come on, man. Now, I mean, I know we need the realization for it, and, like the power of love to be like ah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> come on, man. You never told her you loved her. Come on. Man. Yeah. Let's, Mike, what are you, doing, you Mike? don't deserve her. No. Right? You don't deserve no. her. No. <laughs> so, so, but how, how, do you, how do you feel about Mike, especially when, you know, him, I guess, trying to walk in or coming to his own as the heart of the group? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think you nailed it. I mean, Mike was... Mike was... <laughs> Look, he he for for season one, he's always sort of been the leader of the group. But then over season two and season three, that like that has kind of fallen into other people's hands. They've had to step up because he hasn't been doing anything. And so I think at all. So for him to be able to say, okay, why why am I not able to be the heart of the group anymore? Because I'm not able to deal with my own feelings. Like whatever, for whatever reason, he's not able to admit who he is, right? So he's like retreated okay. from the D&D. He doesn't do it as much. He's not pulling Will in. He's not being a good friend to Will. He doesn't even understand where Will's at. He doesn't understand where Elle's at. He's he's sort of lost the thing that he that was really truly him, which was to be the heart of the group and to bring everybody together. And because he was the one that defended L when Lucas, who would have been yeah. me in season one, by the way, I'd have been like, who is this girl? We've got to yeah. like, we got to like call, we got to call the cops. We got to do whatever. So he was the one that said like, no, I'm going to empathize. But, and that's why I think it works when, when Will says you're the heart of the group, it's like, he's not now he's got to step up because he used to be. Okay. And he's the, he's the, to him, Will thinking with his heart and being empathetic is what allowed them to get to season four in the first place. But over season two and over season yeah. three, he's not been doing that so well. And so Will brings him back in. So I think that that was pretty artfully done from a storytelling perspective for them to kind of bring him back that way. Um, and for him to be able to have a, a contribution. So so the dominoes are all in place, right? If If Jonathan doesn't support Will then Will may not even approach uh, Mike with the way that he, that Mike needs to actually be. And if he doesn't do that yeah. for Mike, then Mike doesn't tell L he loves her. 
and the whole yeah. thing crumbles. So it, it's kind of a great domino effect of all the characters. Like you said, all the characters have something to do. They all have a moment and the moment matters. Yeah. And I want to talk about consequences this season too. Mm. Normally, and I know this is, we, we all love our crew, even the new people, <laughs> but Eddie paid yeah. the price for staying back. And yeah. He didn't really have to. Yeah. And he did anyway to make sure that the team, of course, at the at the house, at the mansion, would be able to kind of co- continue or finish their attack. Because, of course, yeah. they don't know what's happening there. So him being like, I'm not going to run anymore. Yeah. But he, you know, he died for that. And then yeah. seeing Dusty, <laughs> good old Dusty <laughs> Bun. <laughs> <laughs> in that moment with Eddie where, you know, being like, you know, we're going to get you to a hospital, but it's like, you know, there's no way. Well, not saying there's no way. There's physically a way, but you got a bad leg because you, you yeah. landed on your ankle or whatever. So yeah. now you're, you're limping. You'd have to carry him back, yeah. then somehow get him high enough to go through on the, on the, on the, I guess, not the upside down, but the upside up, but you know, the, the regular side. So yeah. get him back on the, you know, you just know it's not going to happen. And that moment between them is just like, yeah, he kind of, he had to pay for that. Even though he's not a bad person, the consequence of not running yeah, sometimes is this. And then we see Max. Max, this was her plan. And yeah. it was actually a solid plan, except for the fact that once he got them, you know, there, he was like, I can see everything. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I can see your parents in Russia. I can see you here. I can yeah. see that girl over there. Now, of course, he ain't see Elle. Ha ha. Didn't see that, <laughs> did you? <laughs> but, but, you know, it actually was a solid plan. Yeah. And I like that Max. Who has no powers? Lucas, no powers. You know, Dustin, yeah. Steve, none of them have any powers. Oh, and shouts to Steve. I'll talk about him later, but shouts <laughs> to Steve because he bosses up every season. Oh, Every dude. season. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Showing them guns. Doing yeah. what he got to do. <laughs> I see you, Steve. But without them having powers, they still come up with a plan to be like, okay, these are why, these are what we, you know, this is what we can't do, but this is what we can do. And if we do this, you're over there doing that. You're over there. And this is how we can communicate. Blah, blah, blah. It's an awesome plan. Like, it actually was. And I was just like, yeah. you know, this is, I, I'm watching it like, this might work. This might actually work. Like, yeah. I mean, I know this guy is, and I want to talk about Vec, Vec, uh, Vecna uh, next, but mm. I know this guy is super powerful, but this actually might work. Like, yeah, you guys kind of, you know what you're dealing with. And the only person that's really new to this is Eddie. Um, So you're not scared because you've kind of been here before. So your yeah. nerves won't be that high. So you respect the stakes, but yeah. you're, you won't cower from the stakes. Yep. And, I love that plan. Now, of course, you know, things happen and, you know, we didn't know that he could see everything like he could, yeah. but that was awesome for that to play out how it did. 
for them because you have these characters in the supernatural where there are people with powers, but you don't play them as someone who's deficient at all. Yeah, um, exactly. Especially when we have the boys where we just had Huey talking about like, hey, you know, you have powers and I don't. And, you know, I feel like, you know, I can't help you. Or I can't do anything for you. And, you know, that kind of thing, which mm. that is understandable. Just you can't let Butcher get to you like that. But there's a whole <laughs> like you Butcher is not the person to follow. But, <laughs> but uh, I love how capable they are in that moment. Um, now, I, I want you to give us a little bit of your reasoning from your video where you talk about Vecna being the, I believe you said the perfect example of the devil. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, break, break that down for us real quick. Because I will. I have I, I, on Vecna. Okay, perfect. And I want to I wanna also pick up on one thing really quickly and mm -hmm. just say that Eddie also, Eddie also knows what he's going back to. So, so like, let's not forget <sighs> that, like, Eddie is going back to three murder charges. He's right. to, a, to a city that could drag him out and just kill him because they're walking around looking for the dude. So, like, so part of it yeah. is him, him saying, too, like, look, I can do something good or I can run and I can run right into more problems that I've never been able to face before in the first place. So I might as well do what I need to do here. Like I'm, I have something yeah. good to do here and I have something like that will have a lasting effect on my friends. And I think that that's, that's pretty, it's pretty telling and pretty awesome that that, that he does that. Um, so I, yeah, I, I love Eddie for that. Uh, so yeah. So Vecna. So um, now whether you're like, you know, person of faith, not person of faith, whether or not you believe there's a real devil or you don't believe there's a real devil. There's something in the, there's something in the human psyche that has such a difficult time not taking on guilt and shame. Right. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I love about Vecna's character is that part of his curse is that he's drawing up that guilt and shame in you. And he's trying to make you feel like you're not worthy of having any connection with, you know, if you're a spiritual person, then you should be guilted or shamed because your sin, the bad things you did or did not, or didn't do in some of the cases of some of the characters mm -hmm. um, by not helping people, those things condemn you. And those things will are, are what's causing you to feel guilt and causing you to feel shame. And guess what? you're not worthy of even living. You're a hypocrite. You broke your own rules. You don't deserve to keep living. And so for me, um, you know, I, and I, and I have some of this to, to go off of just based off. There's a guy I follow called um, his name is uh, Tim Keller and he's a pastor. He's a writer. He's a philosopher. Mm -hmm. And he was giving an analogy because one of the things I said in that video was, you know, people assume that the devil is out there, and the devil exists because the devil's trying to like cause pain to people, right? Like that's, that's yeah. the whole that's the whole thing that the devil's going to do. But really, if you look at it from a spiritual perspective, the devil, whether it's an entity or a metaphor, is attempting you, attempting to for you to not to have as close of a relationship with the divine, with the with God, okay. right? Put whatever name you want to those things. 
And what is Vecton trying to do? He's trying to isolate you. He's trying to get you away from your friends. He's trying to use your shame and guilt to say you're not worthy. And so, so why is it a perfect connection to the devil? Because the devil, whether or not you believe it's a metaphor, the devil's a metaphor, or whether or not you believe that the devil is real, the devil is not trying to like hurt people. The devil, what would be the devil's highest goal? Is to be is to get you disconnected from God, to get you disconnected from your community, to make you feel like you're not worthy okay. of living and being in connection with um, with those people. So for me, Vecna is a kind of a perfect example of what the devil, how the devil would act if the devil didn't want you to be a fully realized human that was in relationships, who was able to work through guilt and, and shame and reconcile and, uh, and have those type of emotions. So yeah, for me, it's a perfect, it's a really, really, really good example. Awesome. Awesome. Cause like before I saw that video, when around maybe episode three or four, mm -hmm. I was like the Duffer brothers have made the perfect cross section of Freddy Krueger and Pennywise. Like they have, they have made the per I was like this is I was like this character is perfect. Yeah. I was like and then I was like it's like the way the way he works. Now of course if you yeah if you if you take it to that level, yes, the devil is constantly trying to be like, oh no, you know, that's good. No, nah, no, nah, come over here. Come on, don't yeah, worry about the good. Exactly. Don't come on over here. You know, and, exactly. But him saying, Well, you know, you know you did that. Yeah, and you know. Nobody's ever going to love you because you did that. You know what? Yep. You shouldn't even love yourself. You're a horrible person. But yeah. you know what? I can fix that for you. I can take all that pain from you right now. And then, of course, he takes it from you by killing you. But, yeah, 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 yeah. but uh, <laughs> continuing to drive that over and over into your head, it, it's haunting the way he like stalked his, you know, his victims. And yeah. the, the very Freddy Krueger moment with Max is because even I had to rewind it and be like, hold up, how do they do this? Because yeah. <laughs> Max and Lucas are chilling upstairs. And like, they're kicking it all of a sudden. Like, Lucas is, I'm like, hold up. I'm like, the way they did that is very, yeah. very Freddy Kruegerish. Yes. Like, the way they handled that, where it's like, hold up, hold up. No, this isn't the real Lucas. Yep. And that, that was just awesome the way they broke him down. And then also, how we find out who Vecna is. Yeah. Is the way they built this villain. <laughs> the Duffer brothers. I don't look, I don't know. Maybe they've been sitting on this story for years and finally Netflix gave him an opportunity, but to build him up where you're like, there's this crazy dude. He's from the he's and even from the trailer, you're like, Oh, so this is the big guy. He's the top guy. And then you yeah. get in there, you're like, no, no, he's not even the top guy. <laughs> and you're like, yo, so he's not the so he's not the mind flayer. Because on the trailer, I was like, oh, we finally meet the mind flayer. And it's like, nope, nope, not even close. Like this yeah. is just like a, a mind flayer is like top, like a I think Destin said a five-star general. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we build him up through you get the terrorizing view. Then you see, oh, this guy, he went through this. Let's learn how he went through this. How did he beat him? And then you're like, oh, no. Oh, Vecna didn't attack him. Oh, no. Vecna's the kid. And then you're like, oh, no, hold up, hold up. Vecna is the kid. And this guy that was with L 
and oh, Al didn't kill these people. He did. So they yeah. they literally upend all of your, I guess, knowledge from season one, yep. turn that around, and yep. they kind of kind of like clean, clean her conscience in doing that. Um, because yeah. she always thought she was a monster. So right. they kind of clean her conscience and reset her from that. This guy, so the kid is number one, is Vecna. And it's just yeah. like, wow. And the way they laid it out with the conversation with uh, with Elle and not Robin, but um, ah, I can't remember her name now. It's killing me. Mike's sister. <laughs> oh, Nancy. Nancy. So yeah, yeah. the conversation with Nancy and Elle, and you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, once he starts talking, and you're like, really? You're like, the, he's... Uh, and then it, it's masterfully done. And then the voice modulation you do on him, A+. Plus. Oh, His yeah. gloating... A plus, like when yeah. he's like, "Oh, how's the old guy? I meant to see him, but I've been busy." You know, like yeah. that kind, of, like so. He's got the he's got the gloating down, the voice yeah. modulation down, the prosthetics and special effects around him, perfect. The way he attacks people is like Vecna might be the best villain this year on TV, and I know we had Vader. Right? It's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a little, yeah, you know, yeah. it's a little bit different. <laughs> but, but man. Vecna is just a well put together villain. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And and also um he even does something that like is such a villain trope, but it's like but it works so well cuz if you think back at the at the basically at the, I think it's the end of volume 1 of season 4. He Okay. He's going to kill four people in order to get all four gates to align, right? Mhm. And he has Nancy dead to rights. He has Nancy. Nancy cannot get out. Nancy cannot escape. She's not getting any kind of music. Like, Nancy's done. And he goes, nope, you're not my fourth. All I have to do is kill you, and I get all four gates open. He goes, but you're not the one, because I control everything. This is how it's going down. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait on my on the one that I want for my he's fourth. Like, he's like, I want you to tell L everything yeah. I saw. Like, that, yeah. that's how... That's how even when L semi beats him, he's like, yeah. "You already lost." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's over. Yeah, like he's like, "Yo, Max, dead. You just don't know it yet." Her heart yeah. about to stop. It's yeah, I won, and she does bring her back, which is like, "Oh, hold up, whoa, whoa, yeah. hold on." Yeah, Are we uh, come on, Neo. What we about to do? <laughs> but, but he's like. I already, you can set me on fire. You can do this. You can burn the, the particles over there. I've already won. And yeah. I know that the military was talking about Hawkins and like the kids are talking about Hawkins. I'm like, dude, the whole world, like this, like, yeah. Oh, it's everywhere. Like the, I mean, like you have the little kind of demigorgons, but like the ones that stand up, like when the Russians were shooting him, he, t he had to take at least like a hundred rounds. It was just yeah. standing there like so, like so. But <laughs> I know. But what what did what did your boy Hopper need? All right? he just needed the sword. All right? Hopper oh, was like, that's one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was 
Hopper was like, uh, back to the Matrix, he was like Neil when he was like, no. Yes. So, him and his his kind of like yes, it's very villain tropey, but yeah. he honestly he already won. That was it. Yeah. And then yeah, unfortunately, our heroes did something that they shouldn't have did. But I get it because you're already in the upside down and you've gone through a lot. You almost got choked, killed to death. He jumped out the window. One of you stay up there to keep your eyes on him. <laughs> the other two go downstairs to confirm the kill. Continue yeah. burning. He's not Double done. Tap. Don't don't. <laughs> Ever don't no, keep your eyes on him. No, that's right. Ever any villain, um, Pumpkinhead, Freddy Krueger, Jason, um, yeah. uh, uh, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Any you you need to see them take their last breath. They need to go like, eh. like you need to see that because if you that's don't right. see that, they're still alive. Exactly. <laughs> but I get it. You know, yeah. you almost got choked to death. You didn't even believe you get this far. You got this far. You're like, whoo. Man, yeah. we did it. Oh, yeah. it's so amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank God. And then you look there and you're like, oh, oh. Oh, he's not there anymore. So I get it, but it the way they, you know, similar to um uh no one nobody uh said uh um like uh excuse me, uh not um not no one nobody. Uh even though you've been Holding it down in the chat. Uh, Big Pain says the Duffer brothers are diabolical with their storytelling. They, oh, they, yes. Man, they got one more season of this. They nailed oh. this last season. They are probably the most consistent out of any, especially when you're talking, if you want to break it down to like just supernatural horror. Yeah. I mean, we're talking oh, yeah. about four seasons of like, Solid storytelling. Now, of oh course, my gosh. don't get me wrong. We could nitpick this for days. Of course we could. But the yeah. general enjoyment that I've gotten from this show, even rewatching it from the beginning, it beginning yeah. ever since the first trailer dropped. Yep. I'm I'm still I've It's so good, dude. Any notes would any notes from me would be notes from someone who's outside of the story that knows what these characters are going through, which yeah. technically wouldn't count and would also probably cut the seasons in half. Yes. Yes. It's like, oh, why didn't they call them and they call them and they call them? It's like they don't have cell phones. <laughs> oh, good point. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those kind of things. Um, yeah. but I guess I want to um before we get out of here, I do want to talk about uh good old Hopper because yeah. we see him go through a lot. Yeah. Cause in my mind, I was thinking, oh yeah. And what's up, Adam Fink? What's up? Uh Thought like, oh yeah, the, he'll probably be in the in the jail for like the first two episodes, yeah, and then he'll be out. No, yeah. we see him really. He just goes through it in jail, and that's yeah. like his whole experience this whole season. Yep, and I mean, he had to break his legs. I mean, break his <laughs> yeah. ankles or whatever to get yeah. out the shackles, and he could still run. But I mean, that's just the power. <laughs> That's the power of Hop. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I told my wife that. I was just like, look, he's that's the power. All right. Yeah. It's the power he had. Yeah. You know, because he all he did is like bite down on some cloth and was just like, I hit my leg. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the 
experience he went through from sending that message to just hoping oh, yeah. that, you know, hoping that she'd come through, that, you know, Joyce might say something to someone. Yep. You never know. All the way to, you know, setting up the plan to burn the particles and all that. That, I mean, he really went through it. And yeah. Saw the body. I saw. I saw. He Straight it up. That's right. That's right. Jell will do that to you. <laughs> like, well, when you're when you're out there in like two degree weather, you know, building railroads or something, you know, I mean. The nutrition regimen is isn't the same. Yeah, so exactly. keto diet. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> but, but um, it you we get to see him get, be hopeful. Yeah, uh, we get to see him lose hope, get it back again. It, it's just it's awesome how well the actor and the character were portrayed. I mean, well, the actor did, and then how the character was portrayed this season. Yes. In a in a situation where if you told me on the onset, I'd be like, I don't know if this is gonna work. You're gonna separate yeah. everybody, and you know, you know, yeah. I, I'd be like, I won't. I don't think this will work. But how do you? Yeah. How? Where are you at on on Hopper and his his, his stint, you know, behind bars, <laughs> and then also with Joyce and you know, trying to leave, then going back, and then you know, all of that stuff. Uh, so here's the thing, like even if there's moments leading up to the finale where the characters are frustrated and there's not a lot of movement and, mm. you know, like how many times does Yuri have to pretend he's helping them before you're like, oh my gosh, like, please don't like rely on Yuri anymore. <laughs> but the thing that the thing is about every single one of those things, like how often do the how often do Mike and Will and Jonathan and Argyle have to go like somewhere else in a van to like get to the place they're supposed to be? And and here's the thing. I listened to a uh, I listened to an NPR podcast and they were talking to an opera singer and the opera singer said something about that is, is true about storytelling as it is about music. The opera singer said. I used to, when I was a younger opera singer, I used to just go for the high note and I used to kind of do whatever I needed to do to get to the high note and uh, kind of my, go through the motions, kind of go through the motions. Cause I was just going to show off. I wanted to be able to show off. I wanted to hit the, okay. I wanted to hit the climax and everyone goes, wow, that's amazing. And, and she goes, one of my, some of my um, contemporaries who were older than me said, Hey, you've got to, you've got to go back and you've got to build, you got to have the building blocks to get there. And she goes, what do you mean? Like, I don't understand. And she later studied the science of the brain. And this is true for storytelling and it's true for music. And what you're doing is you're building up the dopamine so that when you hit the high note, it explodes as opposed to just going like, oh, nice. Right? Like it, 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 you have a nuclear reaction. Yeah, exactly. And so, so basically I think that whether it's, all of, you know, you could make an argument that like, wow, season four is really long. Like, let's think of how many minutes. But, but the payoff, the yeah. payoff you get when Hopper <laughs> picks up that sword, yes. the payoff you get when Robin is chucking Molotov cocktails at Vecna 
and Nancy just starts shooting him with the shotgun. The payoff you get when uh, when L steps in and when Mike yells at L like I love you, I love you, and then L does what she does. That payoff, which is amazing, it's like yeah. like the best art you could have. That payoff is true because of everything else, all of the other frustrations and all of the other buildups that we dealt with. And so I just, for me, I think it's one of those things where, you know, yeah, there's moments where I'm like, wow, they're still sticking in here for a long time. Like they're in prison and then he's back in prison. <laughs> and he's like, then they get out of prison and they gotta go back to the prison. Like how many times that happened? But it's all building up to a, your brain being like, oh, I thought we were going to get something and we didn't get it. I thought we were going to get something and we didn't get it. And then you got it. And when you got it, your brain was ready for it. So I thought, yeah. I thought that, that that was, a, I thought that was, a, it ended up being amazing. And, and by the way, those other moments, the moments all lead up to that. There's these little things like Yuri says, like he brags about his flamethrower pretty early on in, in yeah. uh, volume one. And you're like, Oh, we're going to see that flamethrower. I know we're going to see that flamethrower. And sure enough, right? Like, so it's all of these things that they're telling you are going to happen that are awesome. And then when they pay off. So, yeah, I, I love Even all Surfer of it, Even Surfer Boy like, Pizza pays off. Yeah, I know. Even Surfer. Yeah, exactly. 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 It's just so, he's, it's so, it's so the, well done. He's part of the, the alumni of, <laughs> he gave me his like, Surfer Boy Pizza. And then Jonathan was like. <laughs> that's that's right yeah bro that's awesome <laughs> it's like it's like every store has their own argyle and he was able yeah. to he was he was able to uh, relate to him on the level of argyle <laughs> that's right that's right he was like i would but i'm sorry i gotta go somewhere he was like, you like this? He was like all right just lock up <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, like, he doesn't even care he didn't even um, care <laughs> but the the way they the way they handled that when you know you have uh Max, she's like talking in and L's listening to Max, she's like, they're in danger, they're gonna do this plan, it's not gonna work. Papa's like, well, it doesn't matter because you need to be here. It's kind of like yeah. the the Luke and Yoda thing. You need to totally. be here. You gotta keep on training. Because if you don't yeah. leave, if you leave, you're not gonna finish all your training and he's gonna be yeah. bad. And, you yep. know, he leaves anyway. So Elle's like, <laughs> yeah. well, look, I can't get there. We got to get there tonight. And there's no flights. And she's like, hold on. I can go in there. I can piggyback. I can... And then you're like, oh, you can do that. Yeah. Then you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you're like well, do her powers work the same in that? And, and as I'm watching, I'm like, well, I mean, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So her jumping in there and then also providing more knowledge you know, about the backstory of Max, seeing her kind yeah. of like skating when she was really young and really little yeah. and stuff. And then yeah. seeing the the other great memories that she had. And then of course the, the memory of the, the dance and last no. Is that the dance from season two, I think. Two. Yeah. Season two, yeah, all that's the way the back. Dance from season two. Yep. Yeah. So because that's that was the winter ball. And that was mm -hmm. the, the end of that, you know, of course, because we pan out. And then, of course, we see the, you know, the, the red above Hawkins. Yes. Like, we can't yes. win. But, <laughs> That's so, right. That's right. Uh, so we see the dance from season two. We bring that back in. And Max is like, cool, I got this set. And Max is like, I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I play with people's minds. What, you think you're a dream warrior? Huh? <laughs> yeah. huh? I seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, then 
I was like, okay, well, I can help in this way. And then uh, Hop and Joyce, they're like, okay, well, we can help this way. And then yeah. them doing that from points without really coordinating with one another is awesome. Because she's yeah. like, okay, well, hey, they had the particles there, right? And he was like, yeah, word. And he was like, well, remember when we hurt that, it hurt Will. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it hurt Will. So they're yeah. connected. And they're yep. like, okay, well, if we go back there and kill that, maybe it'll help the kids and whatever they're doing. And they're like, I right, was well, the best thing because we're not going to get back to Hawkins tonight. You get that. <laughs> so you have Elle doing her thing. The parents, and it's it's awesome. It's almost it's almost like Morpheus saying. You know, three ships, three what is it? Three ships, three purposes, or whatever. I call that providence, or whatever he said. Something. <laughs> now I know. Look, we've talked about Matrix a couple of times. Look, this is what it is. <laughs> but that was that was awesome to see them go back there and say, "Hey, look, you know, whatever we have to do to you know to save our kids, even though yeah. other parents just like let their kids run around willy nilly." But I mean, I guess when I was young, I don't well. See, when I was young, I wasn't around willy-nilly like at night because those kids be riding their bikes yeah, at night. Yeah, same. Like, yeah, like, same. We yeah. rode bikes everywhere, yeah. but when the streetlights came on, you were on this porch. That's it. Yes. Like that's yes. that's it. You're not. You're not. They were just riding around. I mean, Will. <laughs> Will was heading back to his house in season one. It's like pitch dark. It's not even what photographers call blue hour. It's not even like. You know, like the yeah. the sun's down, but there's still like light in the sky. No, it was just straight dark. Yeah. And and then also when he got home, his mom wasn't there. Like nobody was. Oh no, Jonathan was supposed to be there, but he picked up an extra <laughs> shift because he was trying to That's help right. mama because you know That's they right. need money. That's right. Yeah. So it's all coming back. But, yeah. <laughs> but I I enjoy the way they showed Hopper the way. Mm-hmm. They're willing to do. They're willing to do any piece to help the major, you know, the the major story go along. Yeah, and just kind of trusting that, like, hey, man, look, we've been down this road a couple times. The kids yeah. will figure out something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do yep. this part that we can do. Yeah, um, and you know, and Hopper being like, "Yo, look, I'm I'm not scared." You know, yeah, he went in there, he let the dog chase him. And yeah, they yeah. they flambayed those demi gorgons. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> so that was awesome. Uh, but I guess you know we could talk about Stranger Things forever. But I'll throw it to you. Uh, what's some points and maybe like a, a final thought of yours? Well, okay. So this is one of the things that I've loved about Stranger Things, and I hope it's the same about season five, and I think it will be. But in, in season two, just for context, season two is probably my least favorite season. And it's still like a nine. It's over nine out of ten. Right. Like I, I just I love Stranger Things in general. The strongest parts of Stranger Things are not the characters dealing with the evil. Not even the not even the not even the characters dealing with the trauma that the evil has caused. But mm-hmm. the best okay. parts of Stranger Things are the characters being introspective about the way that they've lived normal life and, and the failings right. they've had in normal life. So when you when you see the moments with like with Will and Mike in the car and it's this moment about it's not about the trauma that's been caused. It's about yeah. 
our relationship, dude, and your relationship with your girlfriend and my relationship with my brother. And so the, the way that I, the reason why I think Stranger Things works so well is it's got this whole supernatural vibe to it. But at the end of the day, it's really about the relationships between the characters, why they care for each other, how they've hurt each other, how they're recovering from hurting each other. And that's when Stranger Things is at its best, honestly. So uh, I just think that there's something that's just so artful about that. You know, they use horror as the best people who use horror use it. And it's mm-hmm. a way to showcase humanity, right? It's a way to play on the fears of humanity and how humans actually behave. And so I, I just, I love it, man. Like it's, it's, it's uh, it'll make you feel every emotion. You're going to laugh. You're going to cry. You're going to be excited. You're going to be like, this is the best moment I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it's going to give you all those things in ways that other shows just aren't in today's world. And I think for all of those reasons, it's, it's my favorite show of all time right now. And I'm hoping that season five will come through and I have no doubt of it. Every single season is above a nine out of 10 for me with this latest season. I don't know how I could say it's not a 10 out of 10. Like it was so entertaining. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm just hyped for it and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to what happens next. And I, I can't even, I don't know when the next one's coming out, but probably gonna have to wait till 2023 and that's a bummer because i wanted it faster (laughs) it's like like, is season five ready now (laughs) yeah exactly exactly i'll binge it tomorrow yeah and uh i'll i'll hit some uh comments um geeky andre said the hawkins heroes won but they also lost that ending um how do you feel about the ending because You know, even Adam Fink comes in and says it had a very Emperor Strike uh, Empire Strikes Back ending. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a good. That's a good callback. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. I, I thought you. Know, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was cool because everybody got a hero moment. We already talked about that. Everybody gets a mm-hmm. hero moment. We have these like really great scenes, but in the end, they actually lose. Um, and I think that because I know that they've said that season five is the last season, I think it's perfect. Because if, yeah. if if like if they canceled it right now, it'd be like you got to be kidding me! Like you have to give us season five. We'd we'd be speculating forever. Oh, it'd be ridiculous after the season. There would be so many, you know, fan oh. theories, and if they if, if they if for some reason Netflix just went out of business right now, like Netflix <laughs> like blew up, and was gone. Netflix yeah. just stopped existing, and nobody wanted to buy Stranger Things and like put it on their service. Like even though that never happened, but I mean, they'd yeah. be like, "Oh, Netflix is gone." Um, yeah, uh, get Duffer Brothers on the line. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Hey, Duffer <laughs> Brothers, how's it going? <laughs> but exactly. We would we would have videos upon videos, writings of us just oh. speculating. Okay, like what happened next? Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like did they do a time jump to like a week later? Did they right. get right into it right after that? Did they, you know? Yeah. You know, because now with seeing the the kind of like the I guess the the floating pollen or evil snowflakes or whatever they yeah. are, <laughs> yeah. all I know is you shouldn't be breathing that stuff in. No. Even Eddie was like, he was like, I breathed in a lot of that stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. like, um, in season three, I think when Hop goes down, uh, down in the hole. Yeah, yeah, and it spits in his face. And he's yeah, the, yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah. I don't think you should be breathing that stuff in. <laughs> no, <laughs> but but it, it's 
you we would be forever in this spiral of like how would it have ended who yeah. would have done it there would have been probably like fan videos you know yeah. like you know because yeah, yeah. i mean it's it's the perfect way to start a season five just the ending was incredible because yes we, we go two days later Everybody finally gets a chance to get back home, home meaning Hawkins. And once we get there, Will says, yo, now that I'm back in Hawkins, I can feel the connection. Yep. He's hurt, but he's not dead. Yep. And even seeing that plan work out with the with the the uh the gates connecting, yeah. That was huge. Yeah. Like imagine that happening to a small town. And like, oh. also once again, stakes. Like people died in that. You saw like burning yeah. buildings and like houses exploding and stuff. It's like, yeah. I mean, when it, uh, when it first split, Jason just melts. Oh, I like, know. So crazy. Like, it the people the people there had to like go. They had to go in like insane for a moment of just like, what's happening? Yeah. How is this happening? Why is it happening? And then, of course, for the news is be like, there was an earthquake. No, 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 baby. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one earthquake. But um, <laughs> we see Robin kind of connect with the girl a little bit. We don't know yeah. where they're going to play that, but hopefully there's a connection there. Well, you know what? I mean, it would be real life if, you know, like, hey, sometimes it don't always work out where you'd be like, oh, yeah, finally, there's an opening. And they'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I just want to be friends. <laughs> like, yeah, oh. yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. never mind. But hopefully that works out. But you see them go straight into service. They're like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, uh, we got blankets, we got clothes, and everybody's helping, and there's like the triage yep. center and stuff, and they're making yep. sandwiches. And the second, I mean, we didn't see it, and maybe they'll start, you know, season five from this moment. But when Dustin looked up in the sky, I would have been like, hit the alarm, we got to go. Everybody, just go. No, right. uh-uh. Not even bomb shelters. We can't go underground. You just got to go. Just get in your car and get out. Because even when they were coming back, you saw tons of people just like, nah, we don't. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, imagine this. We've had the missing kid. Yep. We've had the missing children, I think it's yep. season two. Then you have the missing people in season three. All this yep. weird stuff. Now the people dying now, and you know someone was able to get a picture out, and we actually saw what happened to the bodies. So now people know what the bodies look like. And now this yeah. earthquake that's blown up half the town. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we we're we're done. I can't Yeah, no. It's like even if even if I'm just like, you know, I'm too deep in my mortgage, it's too bad. I, we, gotta, <laughs> we just yeah, gotta yeah, move. Yeah. I can't stay here anymore. You can't even um, move like you can't even move Indiana adjacent. You've got to go uh, two, three states over. Yeah, I can't not no. so if I'm in Indiana, <laughs> if I'm going if I'm going east. I've got to at least. I, I can't even stop it. Like, I can't. I don't even really want to stop at New York. I've got to go. I've got to go no. to like Massachusetts. Like, oh, I'm going dude. west. Cool. I'm not stopping until I get to like Colorado. I'm going south. Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be Texas. I'm, I don't yeah. want to be in Indiana like area. No. <laughs> no. I'm but, out. Um, yeah. That that ending was. I think it was a great reminder to like, okay, we let you see all of them come together and they yep. hugged and it was beautiful yep. and there were tears and they're, they're all back together. But guess what? They're all back together because this is the end. Yeah. And 
And they've already started showing our consequences because, you know, Max isn't dead, but it seems like she's blind permanently. And I mean, of course, her bones will, those will come back together. So, but she'll be blind. That's it. Eddie's dead. And this, I don't think this show is above ending in a way where the bad guys lose. Yeah. I'll say that. I think, yeah, yeah, I I think that's it. I I don't think this show is above, you know, letting the bad guys win or letting the upside down win. Because at the end of every season, at the end of every single season, you see that red come up. So (laughs) it's like they just, I mean, the upside down just exists. And it seems like you, there's really no way to stop it now. Yeah. So I, well, I was glad we. Season. I'm glad we put to rest the theory that L created the upside down because that never made yeah. sense to me. I was like, I like I, I get why you're saying that, but like the upside down is too intense for L to have created it, right? Yeah. Like it's it's too much. So I'm and glad I've we put that, that to rest. Too, and I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know now we know that it's just a dimension out it's there dimension. that was. Yeah that was somehow frozen in time when it was first opened, though. Yes. Because we see the Nancy, you know, the uh, diary that she has. So there might be some more stuff to uncover in season five, but I'm ready for a season five that is honestly crazy. Yeah. Military, you know, all that stuff. Like All of it. Because it's going to be, it's going to take some some real doing. Because now that the gates are open, yeah. I mean, we could open with season five with things crawling through. Like Yes. This. Yeah. Not to mention what the Russians were doing too. So you got so you've got the stuff happening in Hawkins, you've got stuff in Russia, you've got yeah. so Owens is probably not dead. Even though Brenner's dead, Owens is probably yeah. not Owens dead. Owens probably not dead. Yeah. Yeah. But also the the general from the military, he's not dead. So he's still around. He still has it out for L too. Cause he thinks L might've created the upside down yeah, he, and been he causing all, L made problems. all this stuff happen. Yeah. So you still got some pretty big chess pieces on the board that are pissed off and need to have <laughs> something happen. Yeah. This is, this is going to be an intense season five, but oh, it's uh, going to be crazy. Thank you guys for coming through. I'm so glad that we got a chance to talk about this. I cannot wait to watch it again. Oh, me too. Uh, because Lisa has not seen it all, so I cannot wait to watch it again. <laughs> nice. It's just good. It's, I mean, it's probably top five shows for me. It might be, you know what? That might be something that I do is sit down and seriously try to figure out, you know, maybe top five, top, five, top 10 shows. Might do that. Might do that. Yeah. That might be a live stream for later. We put together <laughs> there you go. A, a good list of top 10 shows. But yeah, awesome. I'm gonna throw it to Jay. Where can they find you? You can find me on the uh, the Story Geeks YouTube channel, Story Geeks podcast on your on your preferred podcast provider. Just search for the Story Geeks, and you should find me. And I also have a um, a brand new uh, audio book out. So if you like to listen to podcasts, if you like to you know carry audio with you, um, check out Death of a Bounty Hunter. It's a full cast audio book. There are 11 voice performers in 14 different uh, roles, voicing 14 different characters. So check that out. Deathofabountyhunter.com is where you can find out more about that. All right. Definitely, definitely. 
And it's it's pretty cool. I saw the trailer. I was like, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, cool. Yeah. And you can see the link down below, guys, or in the chat. So if you're in the chat now, the link's in the chat. And if you're watching the replay, the link is down below, so you can check it there. Of course, awesome. NEID, SOUL, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all those places, TikTok, podcasts, all that jazz. The most, the best thing you can do is share this video. The best thing you can do now, of course, if you want to support further, you know, I got the Cash App below, I got the Patreon. Feel free. But they say, they marketers, they say that a share, an organic share, is worth thirty-five dollars. So now, right now, you can give me $35 without giving me $35. You know, sure. Do you know how that easy, how easy that is? You can go, boop, 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 $35. It's like, <laughs> I got it. And you didn't have to do anything. I mean, and feel free. I mean, you don't got to stop at $35. You give me $70. You know, share two people. You can put it on your, look, just, hey, HBO program. Help a brother out. <laughs> but, uh, with that said, we will be here tomorrow. Uh, the Bad Boy documentary with Architron. I am very interested to see how they portray Puff Daddy in this. Um, and then we will be back with Strange New Worlds tomorrow at 2 p.m. PST. And we might play some video games later on unless I'm super duper tired. Because I do have some extra work to do. Um, because I'm going to be in a panel at San Diego Comic Con. Got more news coming, but I just got to do some stuff first. But, guys, thank you for rolling through. From us to you, we love all y'all. Peace. Mm. Uh. And we out. And San Diego Comic-Con, Saturday, I'll be there. I'll have more news later. But until then, look, we we just out, y'all. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) We gone. (laughs)